You're listening to the Cairo Success Podcast, where we reveal the secrets to a massively successful practice. Here's your host, Dr. Tori Robeson. Hello, winners. I am optimistic, positive, and excited about chiropractic reaching people with my practice and building an exceptional life of productivity, prosperity, and generosity while filled with love, fitness, and fun. Of course, our purpose, to become a smarter, more powerful, capable, driven, and superior version of myself by ever increasing my awareness, knowledge, understanding, motivation, hands-on skill, communication skill, and mastery, and the art of exceptional living. Now, we talk about these things. Notice the tense we can use and the person we can use. We can say, to become a smarter, more powerful, capable, driven, and superior version of yourself. I could talk like I'm talking to you. Normally, I'm going to say, I am this and I am that, because that's what you'll hear, and I want you to internalize it. And on each one of these you listen to, I want you to say it as though you're saying it to yourself versus someone else telling you. And when we have affirmations, we can have it be you, we can have it be I, and the most powerful way is to actually say your own name. To become a smarter, more powerful, capable, driven, and superior version of Joe Smith. So we keep that in mind. And of course, every single training we do, every time you train with me, you expect to naturally attract more new patients and high-value new patients. You become a more capable motivator and persuader of people. You can get more people to follow your recommendations and follow your advice. You become more empowered to make smarter, long-term decisions. And of course, you're energized physically, mentally, and financially. What an incredible training we have today. The law of chiropractic compensation. This is a law. In general terms, it's called the law of compensation. There is a law that governs how much everybody gets paid. Yes, including you. There are three components to this law, and I want to go over them and I want us to understand them so we can grow. The first component of the law of compensation for chiropractors is the need for what you do. The greater the need for what you do, the more you can earn. We're in a world where people need a cell phone. No, I don't need one. Yes, you need one. So obviously, these companies make billions of money because in the modern United States, everybody needs one. Okay, look how many people are using word processing software on a computer. Millions and millions and millions of people. People need toilet paper. They need peanut butter. So there's a huge need for for different things. How much do people need a Rolls Royce? or need a Lamborghini, or need a yacht? Not very much. Now, in chiropractic, what is the need? Well, everybody needs it. But do you see the difference here with perception? Everybody knows they need toilet paper. They know that. They don't know they need chiropractic. They could benefit from chiropractic, but they don't think they need it. But what I want to get at is this. Everybody can benefit from chiropractic. So we don't have an issue there. 
Around you, you have hundreds and thousands. Some people tens of thousands, and other people might literally have over a million people in your drawing area. And if you have human spines around you, you have that under control. So we check that box. We have tons and tons of people that can benefit from our care. So we're not hung up on that. We are not in the Arctic trying to sell ice cream sandwiches in a community with a population of 27 people. Okay, you have hundreds and thousands, if not tens of thousands, of people. That are potential new patients, so we're in pretty good shape there with the first element in the law of compensation. The next one is this, and this is where it gets serious, and this is where you have to analyze yourself, and this is where we have to think accurately. Next component is how good are you at what you do? Okay, so let's look at this: the need for NFL quarterbacks. We'll say we got 30 or so NFL teams. Well, we only need 30 of them. All right, we only need 30. so it's a very difficult position to fill. All right, so what I'm saying is, the greater the need, the more money you can make, and there's a great perceived need to fill 30 spots, so there can be tremendous income. In our case, we have tens of thousands of people, so people can benefit from what we do. So we're in good shape, similarly, but in a little bit different way. Now, how good are you at what you do? Now. Every chiropractor thinks they're great. Obviously, that can't be true. If we had a chiropractic Olympics,、um, and we could get graded, well, people would grade differently. Now, we want to have. Now, listen carefully. We want to have tremendous confidence. Who's the best? I am. Who needs the most work? I do. At Winter's Edge, we have to have this simultaneous belief. I'm awesome. I suck. Incredible confidence, while simultaneously incredible desire to get better. As soon as you think you're good and that you're kind of good enough to do what you do during the day, well, in sports you'll get crushed. We can never think like that. I interned with one of Clarence Gonstead's best friends. John Thatcher. John Thatcher, D.C., was one of five people that Clarence Gonstead wrote a letter to, authorizing him to be an extension of himself when he was gone. Incredible! Only five people got the letter from Gonstead. I interned with one of those five. In fact, I remember standing there, and he said, "You know, Tory, all the people and the results and the income." It, and I don't know if it matters as much to me as that. And he pointed to the letter on the wall from Gonstead. I should have taken a picture of it, but in 1993, I wouldn't have thought of it. Anyway, 46 years in practice, he comes out of the room and he goes, "You know, my right hand is finally starting to come around." And that's working like 8 a.m. to 7 or 8 p.m. five days a week for 40 years. Think about that. I had a, a、uh, intern, a chiropractic intern, and it was a female, and she said she was going to charge seventy-five dollars a visit, cash. And here I am, like the most successful chiropractor anywhere in the area, okay? And I'm probably averaging forty dollars when it comes to cash people, maybe a little bit less for people prepaying for larger numbers of visits. 
And I go, well, I'm not sure, you know, why, why would people pay that? And she goes, well, they haven't been adjusted by these hands. Well, her hands have not adjusted more than maybe 50 human beings. I'd given at that point probably 700,000 adjustments on 10,000 different people. So let's keep it in perspective here. How good are you? Here's how we determine that objectively. We look at how many patient referrals you are getting and we look at your PVA. How long do people stay with you and want to come in and have you touch them? And how much do they send other people in to see you? If you have a PVA of 12, people aren't even sticking around to finish an initial care plan. You know why? Because they don't like what you do that much. They don't like the way it feels. They don't like the way the hands move and touch their body. And or the communication or attitude or the speed or the cost. There's other factors that come into play. But the law of compensation states that we have to have need for what we do and we'll get paid based on how good we are at it. And then here's a biggie. And this will make sense of a lot of this. Especially the NFL example where it's like, well, only only need 30 of those. Yeah, here's the third component. How easy can you be replaced? Top quarterbacks in the NFL, how easy can you replace them? It's like impossible. In fact, at any given time, people only know the name of one or two or maybe even three NFL quarterbacks. Everybody knows Tom Brady and uh, that's it. How easy is it to replace him? Practically impossible. He's the best there ever was. Okay, He deserves every penny he gets. He's almost impossible to replace. He's the best at what he does. And there's tremendous need for those people in that position. Now let's go to you. How easy can you be replaced? Well, unless you're in a very small town, you're the only one there. Around here, there's like 52 to 55 different chiropractors. I can be replaced in 30 seconds. Grab phone, slide, uh, slide the thing, tap number, call other chiropractor. Easy to replace. So how do we get compensated then? We have to be really good. We have to have an office visit that's really, really good. There's a certain number of people around you. There's a certain number of people that have something bothering them enough to the point where they would call. Of the people that would call and go to a chiropractor, there's a certain number who gets them. Well, that's a topic for another day. Normally, it's whoever has the best website and the best offer on their website. Most chiropractors have a crummy offer. I had a client who was paying quite a bit of money for social media. And of course, anybody that sees you in social media is going to go find you on a website or on Facebook, but they're certainly going to go to the website. In fact, they might find you on Facebook first, and I guarantee you from there, they're going to click on your website and they're going to look and see how much does it cost for me to go in and get checked out? And if they don't see anything, they're already uncertain, so most people don't call. But if you said, it's 47 bucks for a new patient, and we do this, 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 and this. And by the way, if you have Medicare, it works like this. A car wreck works like this. Work injuries work like this. If you have regular insurance, we'll check it. It works like this. And if you have no insurance, great. Most people don't, and so we have wonderful plans, and everybody comes to see us. If you address everything perfectly, great offer, bunch of stuff that's valuable, address the five different types of patients, and you have some decent pictures with you smiling, not canned pictures off the internet, okay, you're going to get like everybody. 
it's so easy to grow a practice. So it's pretty easy to replace us. So we're going to have to be really, really good. Okay. I had a coaching call earlier today. Tori, my PVA, people just don't see, people just seem to taper off. They prepay and then they disappear. Well, there's only one reason. They don't like what the person does that much. The patient comes in, lays down, and they don't like what happens. They don't like the spaghetti sauce, so they don't order it again. They don't like the ice cream, so they don't go to the ice cream shop again. They didn't like the haircut, so they're never going to let that person cut their hair again. So we have to make sure that we have an, an exam and an office visit that's, that's outstanding. So to do this, and this would take eight or ten hours of training, if not an entire Winter's Edge boot camp, but when a patient refers somebody else to you, they're normally referring them for the exam. The patient is lost in the exam. If someone doesn't sign up for care, it's because the exam was blown, usually. The patient didn't think they had that big of a problem. They don't think you actually found it. And then they don't think you had a solution to match what they think the problem is. And this all goes back to the consult and exam. This is why in Winter's Edge, we recommend everybody gown, have the pe- people take their shirt off and examine every vertebra in the spine like a dentist examines every teeth. If you just do this and start at C7 and count T1, 2, and you push with your thumb on all the vertebra and go back up and do the neck and you mark down the vertebra that are concerned and of course in Winter's Edge we do it in front of a mirror, we have a certain type of stool, a certain chair, all of this is done and there's a very precise way with a certain model spine, the certain laminated sheets that we show them, how we explain chiropractic, the Winter's Edge spine chart, then they'll know that you know what's going on. You will have stripped the authority. They'll know that you found it. They will now trust you and believe you and they will want to follow you. And after that, of course, we have the report process and the Winner's Edge diagram and the Insta report and all of our cool stuff. And then it boils down to how good is the office visit. We call it the loop through the office. And every 120th of one second counts. The human eye can, can actually grasp about 20 images in a second. So this means we have to control every 120th of one second for the entire office visit. Actually, I want it to be from the second they leave their home or work to come to the office, how they park, how they walk into the office, how difficult it is to pull the door open, what the temperature is, the smell, the sound, who sees them and smiles, the clean mats that they stand on. I want to control every single element from the second they leave to come to the office to the second they get back home or get back to work or go to soccer practice. So in order to do that, I have to realize there's going to be everything outside myself. The temperature, the smell, what they hear, who they see, what they who they see, what they're wearing, what they're seeing on the walls, all the validating elements that we train. So everything outside me is good. Website, everything in the office, everything they see, everything they smell, and everything they hear. Now they're going to touch 
a chiropractic table. I want the table to feel good. The next thing that happens, it's all me. My hands, the speed that they move, people can tell through your hands if you care. You can hug somebody and just go, oh, okay, see you later, tap, tap, tap on the back. It's the old friendly hug and away they go. Or you can really hug somebody like, I can't believe I was away from you for that long. I want to hold you. I don't ever want to be away from you again. They're both hugs. The way you palpate down the spine, the contact, how you gauge their breathing. Many chiropractors are just talking so much that people can't even relax. They hate it. Chiropractors just bouncing words off the patient's head the whole time. They don't want to hear you talk. In fact, the more you talk, the more you realize, okay, excuse me, the more they realize how much you don't know. In fact, the more you talk, usually the more they realize you're just like them. So why would they pay you? So we have to be very smart. There's a great story as the sport of golf was being televised. There was a gentleman, I forget his name, who was instrumental in bringing golf to the world on television. How would you publicize golf? You know, you got to have cameras around a huge golf course, not just pointed at a basketball court. You got to have someone walking around. Uh, How are you going to do this? How are you going to switch the cameras, different announcers on different holes? This all had to be engineered. We watch it today and go, oh, there's golf on TV. Well, (laughs) it's fun to watch today if you're a golf fan because there was some serious engineering going into making this work. They got a blimp flying up above with a camera these days, for crying out loud, zooming in. But this gentleman said this. When it came down to a very important golf shot, say it was to putt the ball into the hole, he would say as he would be in command over all the cameras, all the announcers, sitting in the van with the headset on and all the screens, he would say, if anybody opens their mouth, they're fired. He demanded total silence when a key shot was hit. If there was some announcer, blah, 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 talking while there was a key shot, it ruins it ruins the viewing. If I watch the Tour de France, the bicycle race on TV, they got these announcers, blah, 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 and they just continuously talk. You can't see anything because they're like blasting words at you the whole time. It's, it's, it's very annoying. And if you observe this, you'll see what I mean. Same thing in chiropractic. There's a time to talk and a time to be quiet. And here's the saying at Winter's Edge. When the hands go on, the mouth goes off. And if someone... And they want to... I go, shh, Their face is stuffed in, 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 the, in the head slot with face paper. They don't want to talk. And if they do talk, you just go this. You go, They'll ruin their own visit, and you will have let them. When the hands go on, the mouth goes off. Here's a true story. Chiropractor puts on sunglasses, puts a thing around his neck, and it says, he says, I am not talking today. People come in, blah, and he just would point to the sign. 
These are regular office visits. These are people that he's known, adjusted before. Okay, it's not like a brand new one that has to uh, have a consultation. He had someone else doing the consultations in this particular office years ago. And of course, he reports he had like his best day ever, best results ever, best adjustments ever, got the most referrals from that day. Why? Because he was the most focused. When the hands go on, the mouth goes off. And we want to be gauging their breathing, our pressure, what our eyes are doing, our footwork. Do you ever think about how important your footwork is? Footwork is everything in sports. Footwork in basketball, the footwork in baseball. Oh my goodness, the footwork in football. Look at the footwork in gymnastics. Are you kidding me? It's all footwork. Feet in the proper place, the foundation from which the movement begins to execute the move in the sport as best you can. Same is true in chiropractic. Show me the footwork of the chiropractor during the day. I'll tell you how many visits they're seeing and how successful they are. And of course, our thought work. What we are thinking as we're working on somebody. Are we visualizing the vertebra being set in and red, red nerves cooling off and then power flowing and tissue healing and mobility and smiles and awesomeness? Or are you just like pushing on their clothes and crossing your fingers? I love chiropractic. That's why I'm doing this podcast. How many chiropractors do I love? How many chiropractors do I love because of their effort, their technical skill? how much they work on themselves, how how strong their intention is to get results, how good they want to advance at adjusting the atlas vertebra, at adjusting cervical number seven, at adjusting T12. If I could only adjust three vertebra, C7, T12, L5, that's it. Then I would get the atlas. I think maybe I could only adjust two, and it's going to have to be C7 and L5. But I will tell you this, If you want your low back results to get better, start adjusting T12 because that's where the spinal cord ends. That's where the vertebra is narrower. Most common vertebra in the spine to subluxate, T12. We sit and we blow it right out the back. And when you adjust that vertebra, it has a feeling unlike any other that's incredible. It's electrifying to get a good T12 on the proper table with the breakaway piece or, of course, on the knee chest table one of the greatest tables ever in chiropractic. And almost nobody has one. I don't know how you explain it. Almost mo- Very few chiropractors today even have a good model spine. How do you explain that? My point is we love chiropractic and we want to continue to become better chiropractors. And better chiropractors have a great office visit. Eyebrow lift, gesture to table, hands go on. You know what you're going to do. You've pictured their x-rays in your mind. You know what happened last time. You have a sequence of what you want to work on. Okay, I'm going to bring this low back around. Then we're going to the thoracic cervical, come back to this. Okay, All of these different things to, to make sure every bit of their spine is working as perfectly as you can possibly get it. That's the name of the game. So when we have great office visits... We become very difficult to replace and the demand for what we do goes up and of course we get paid more. So the law of compensation in chiropractic is how much people need what you do, how good are you at doing it, and how easy are you to replace. And if I'm great at examining spines and giving adjustments, I'm very difficult to replace. In fact, almost impossible to replace, especially if someone likes what I do.
And that's the name of the game. So if you want to earn more, realize you got people around you all over the place that need you. Let's get better at our hands-on skill. We address this at every seminar I have in one way or another. And of course, let's get ourselves into such a state that were very difficult, if not impossible, to replace. So there you have it. Tremendous demand. Let's get really good, and you will be irreplaceable in your community, and your income will grow right along with that level of skill and care and concern and chiropractic awesomeness. Tori out. Thanks for tuning in to the Cairo Success Podcast. To learn more about how you can create the dream practice and life today, visit us online at winnersedgeconsulting.com. Thanks again, and we'll catch you in the next episode.